This week on Hey of the Parents, we talk about an activity that includes the littlest of chefs to the hungriest of teens. We are talking about cooking with your kids. This is an activity that you can start early and are only limited by the mess you feel willing to clean up. So whether your kid is sharing TikTok recipes, has a deep-seated love for ketchup, or only has a strict dietary need for pterodactyl-shaped chicken nuggets, this episode is for you. Of course, we talk about cooking when we were younger, mishaps with our own kids, and what the supposed experts say. Because it's three of us and all of you. I'm Michael Height. I'm Sarah D. And I'm Mike Levine. Kids don't come with a handbook, so we need your help. Where do babies come from? Where do you think they come from? Is this a kissing book? Mama! Mama! What? Hi. I learned it by watching you. There are no rules in this house. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. We sent them to the best boarding schools. We hired the best nannies. We did everything right. Hey, mom! The meatloaf! No drinking, no drugs, no kissing, no tattoos, no piercings, no ritual animal slaughters of any kind. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. This is Hey Other Parents. An honest, messy, imperfect show for raising kids. Hey, what's, what's up? up? How's it going? Hello. Hey there, Sarah hey. D. Hey, Mike Levine. Welcome, oh, so guys. Welcome. Guys. Oh, man. Guys. It's always great to see you guys. So Mike saw today my lunch, the leftover Philly cheesesteak that I had. It was quite Ooh. delicious, Levine. You should have seen it. It was a masterpiece. It, it smelled good. Philly. It smelled good. People were turning their heads in the office, and they were like... What is that? And they also identify that Sarah had the coolest lunchbox ever yet again. Oh, it's right. Beautiful. Always. Oh, this lunch, the smell. Oh, it smelled. It was good. It looked good. It she was delicious. Oh, I, I sure did. I sure did. And you know what it was? It was a leftover from, again, Sophia always is asking for TikTok recipes. So she found something from Philly Cheesesteaks. We've been trying different recipes. They're, like, there's slight variations between using, like, um, Old Bay seasoning, seasoned salt, or, like, making up your own, like, mixture. And um, this one came out, like, really, really good. I, I liked it. Just, I had no bread, so it was, like, a little less fun, but it was still very, very good. Yeah, um, but you know, know why it came out really good? It why? came out really good because she used her own stuff. She just kind of did the Michael Levine special, which is we wing it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yes, yes. He's gonna be like, take your, take your, take your words out of my mouth. You're, you're, you're putting your words in. Your name in my my uh, my getup. Poor Sophia. She's like, she got this whole system. And Mike's like, you know what she did? She did what I do. <laughs> she, she did everything exactly the way I did. So I have a question for you. Did um does Sophia like um keep um like when when she makes like a batch of these like seasonings? Does she keep like a little jar of it somewhere, start labeling them? Like, do you have like a wall of like? Oh, you know what? That'd be a really good idea. I should tell her about that. No, she just kind of like she follows a recipe, mixes matches. Maybe she like tastes like oh, it needs a little this, a little that. You know, and she like throw things in there. Um, oh, that is a Mike Levine way. <laughs> but it is, yes, it is, it is. You know, so uh, I li- but I like the idea of having it like already prepped. Like, what, yeah, especially when I you think find like cool, the right. Yeah. The right amount, you know? Yeah, like, once you get it, it would be really cool, like... Oh, man, you should, like, surprise her. I don't think she's going to listen to our show anyway. But it would be cool if you um, if you got, like... You know, online, like, they sell, like, the, uh, the, like empty, the empty jars. Spice jars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could yeah. get, like, a set, and then we could print, like, little labels for her. And oh, it could like, be, like... Like, so, Furia. Like, like, Fufu's... Uh, is it Fufu? What she call herself? Fee- Fifi? Fifi. No, Fufu, sorry. <laughs> 
Fifi's Spice Mixtures. All right, yeah, well, anyways, I, I you, if you think of a better name for, for Fifi's Spice Mixtures, you oh, should I love that. Show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love what, I love what, I love what Mike's doing. He's bringing our clipboards to your to the spices. You know, I yes. love it. He's organizing it. He's categorizing it. He is the man with that. He loves he loves the label maker. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know, there was a moment like years ago where Sarah um, was uh, starting to Marie Kondo her house. Yes, and and she like she and dude, trust me, she's. You know that Sarah's a rock star. This is nothing funny about what she does. She does it right. And we're like, why can't we be like Sarah? So she does all this. She tells us all about it. And then um, we were talking about like, um, like I was asking her about it. And they were talking about the spice jar, the spices in my house, like how we have them set up. And I had a very like, I had a system in place. Shocking. I know. I have a system in place <laughs> on how things should go. And like, and then like, you know, my, my wife had mentioned wanting to like go over and like get rid of certain things or if things were old or like move things around. And I was like, whoa, whoa. We don't Marie Kondo this section of the house. <laughs> this, is, this is my area. We we like leave it in stress and organ disorganization over there. Is there a I system? Do you have a system in place for your spice? <laughs> the, your spices in your house? Like like I have three shelves that are like the typical like small cabinet, and then I have the thing above the stove that's like the long one. So I have like the little staircases where you put the big the big spice jars. Mm, so those yeah. are the big ones. Those are like the big mambo jumbo ones that you buy from like you know the grocery store that are like the size of like a quart of milk, whatever. That's not true. It's probably smaller than that. But anyway, so then I have three shells, right? So I put like, I tried to take all of the like mixtures of spices. Like, you know, Trader Joe's sells like everything under the sun of like, you know, like, uh, like what is it? Like ranch seasoning and like pickle oh, seasoning. Yeah. And the, so I threw all those together. So I have like an area where like there's all the pre-mixed stuff. And then I have like the next shelf is like all the dry herby kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I have all of the like Indian and Asian spices on the top. So I try to like separate it that way because that's in my brain that made sense. I don't know. Like common things <laughs> mix, like common things are towards the bottom. We, and then like, you know, then you have the area with like the pre-mixed stuff and then the herbs. And then like the top is like that stuff. Because like all your garlic powder and garlic salt and stuff like that goes in the bottom. Um, in you know, my I, brain, it makes sense. But I, my, I have a clipboard. I wish I could be like you and Sarah, but like you'll just find salt and pepper in my in my. <laughs> You know what? Listen, uh, you know, you, I, listen. During the spice trade, salt was very valuable. It was. It was. That's all I got that for you. That is know. hysterical. Oh my god! Uh, no, you know I organize stuff by like, um, like the small little ones. They're on like a pull out drawer thing I had installed because I'm short, and um, so I have that. And then the middle shelf is like all the tall, big stuff that I commonly use. And then my very top shelf is probably the stuff that I don't use as often. You know. So, it's a fun section to go into every now and then. It is, because you're like, what the heck's back? You're like, hello, guys. You're like, hey, how's it or, going up here? Or it's about the, the time when you buy the third canister of pumpkin spice. You're like, ooh, I should have probably gotten up here more often. Yes, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I've done Good that, point. too. But, um, you know, as always, we go back back in time and did a little time machine. Uh, what do you guys, like, what, what do you remember about, like, cooking with your mom, your dad, grandma, grandpa? Oh, man, I, I kind of remember, like... Um, I had this weird, weird food thing because I think for me, um, I was not like the most studious student <laughs> in the world. <laughs> so my mom, um, my mom taught and she would have me plop down in the, I'm not sure why I plopped, but I, I sat down in the kitchen right there at the kitchen table while my mom would cook dinner, you know, cause like when she got situated and everything else, she started cooking dinner. So I would do my homework in the kitchen and I would like sit there doing my homework or, you know, whatever and observing the food situations, and if I was lucky, get a little taster, you know. But that's oh, yeah. like that was how it all started for me. Like I love watching my mom cook and like the smell of like chicken cutlets and all that stuff and all that good stuff. But um, I don't know, yeah. man. I feel like I feel like you kind of just have to be around it in the beginning, right? Like just 
just in that space. Yeah, it was very similar for me too. Like uh, just being, I remember always being in the kitchen, just like sitting at the table doing homework and watching like my grandma Lucy or my mom just like cooking on the stove, uh, you know, mixing the Spanish seasonings, as I always say. <laughs> okay, I, feel like, I feel like all I'm going to do is send up like more and more Instagram posts of like Spanish seasoning. <laughs> On this episode, it's Spanish seasoning. I know. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's funny, like, do, do you, you, you mentioned your grandmother and stuff. Like, was that someone that was like, um, live locally or was that like you would go somewhere to see her and stuff? Uh, yeah, well, grandma uh, would always come by to, uh, help my mom. I, you know, I, I think I mentioned before, or for those of you who haven't heard yet, you know, my mom was, when she was, we were younger, she was a single mom at, for a time. So my grandma would always come over, help out, uh, when she could, and, uh, she would cook for us. I remember her cooking a lot and, uh, she actually showed me how to cook too. And I remember the first thing that she showed me which wasn't any a hispanic dish it was uh craft <laughs> mac and cheese oh <laughs> yeah that's right like, that's a staple with a craft mac and cheese right you know you just and uh it was cool it, it was cool because i felt really proud of myself just standing above the stove i was like what i don't know like nine ten somewhere around there and um you know i i was dealing with fire <laughs> you know yes, and like yep. watching boil uh, water boil and it was just a really cool experience uh to to just make macaroni and cheese and like it just was a sense of pride like you felt proud of you, that you did that you know i remember when um you maybe totally made me think of this but my my sister who's four years older than me melissa um hello son i know we said it to each other in the phone that's why every time i say my sister's name i'm gonna say that so years and years ago i think like i want to say my sister must have been let's say my sister was like maybe in high school i don't know so maybe, maybe i was in sixth grade or something like that so anyway so um her and her friend came over um this girl cheryl that she's friends with how i remember this is beyond me but um so she came over and she was like really like oh i know how to make mac and cheese i know what i'm doing like kind of like you know just flexing or whatever and um so she's doing the whole thing oh, she's God. cooking it she forgot to drain the water out of the pan. Oh no! So she, so she basically made like you know sloshy wet yeah. macaroni and cheese water. Mushy. Um, so yeah. that was something that stuck with me. <laughs> but the thing that really like for me like one of the earliest things was like I feel like this is just like um, being a kid and trying to like crack the code. You know, I remember like <laughs> we used to eat and I still love them. They're great. The waffles, you know, the frozen waffles over. Why did I say like it's such an obscure thing? It's a literally an ego. So, anyway, so, <laughs> um, so we have waffles, right? Whatever. So you throw them in a toaster, and then my mom and dad would buy um, what was Wait, it like? You country? throw them in a toaster? Yeah. What, <laughs> would you eat them cold? What do you put oh, them? Oh god, with the spaghettios. Oh my god, I'm telling oh, you. No. Don't tell me. I'm not going oh, near this conversation with frozen, frozen waffles. So, frozen waffles. Sometimes, sometimes Wait. they're not. Ba- have you ever tried it? Listen. I frozen? Was, are you yes, serious? You're ser- I am oh. serious. I am serious. Oh, oh okay. It's a weird be, oh. thing. I know. It, Trust this is me, a safe I space. <laughs> this is a safe space. It's okay. Listen, listener, I'm not frozen. It. It was my I'm wife. just staring at Mike right now. Um, it, this is totally normal. Yeah, this is I'm great. Sorry. Yep. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, the na- let's the name of the episode <laughs> is actually cooking with your kids. So, uh, frozen, yeah. <laughs> my wife started it you know she used i think she used to when she was younger used to eat them frozen right like right out of the freezer she enjoyed it and it's even passed down into my children i was gonna say toddler yes the little ones are they into okay yes 
Was yeah. Taylor teething at the time? Was your teething I, going on? I, I, I don't know. You know, I should have asked her, but I just thought it was weird like you guys. But then I tried it. I'm like, all right, you know, not too bad. Not hey, too we're bad. not judging. We're not judging your wife. We're judging you, buddy. No. Uh, on the next episode, Taylor does an interview on frozen waffles. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're going to see, like, the, the door get slammed. She's like, I did what? So, um, All right, so continue. You, oh. you, you cooked your waffle. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, Go sorry. ahead. I'm sorry. I used I, electricity and fire. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's weird. I, I heated it up, and um, what happened was, <laughs> my parent. This might, you might relate to this because it's cold. So you go into uh, the refrigerator, and my parents used to have this like tub of like country crock. Remember that? It was yes. like for there was there was like this five year period or so where like margarine was like really popular. <laughs> yes, I don't know what happened. Then suddenly it well, it's all gone now. I guess butter's back. So anyway, um so we they had it in the freezer or the refrigerator or whatever it was. It was freezing cold. And I remember putting that on my waffles and being so annoyed <laughs> that it would make the waffles cold. So you put the you put the syrup on and everything was cold and I didn't like that because I'm very particular, unlike my friends. So, um, the, <laughs> so I figured out. I asked my mom if I could do this, and I and this was like the first thing I think I actually cooked. I remember I put like on a small saucepan. We put like the syrup in the pan, heated up the syrup, and I was like, you know, that's good and all. But then the 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 butter's gonna be cold. Put the butter in the pan. So I made like Ooh. buttery warm syrup, and oh, then yeah. drizzle that on the um toasted waffle and then um it it was really good i was so proud of myself and like that was a moment i think as a kid where like it all sort of like you know what it was i think i felt ownership over something and that made me more yeah, inclined yeah, to cook totally. the whole idea of like i had i now did some small little aspect of it because you know it's complicated you have to take the freeze it, it comes out of a box <laughs> it goes into a toast <laughs> i'm just kidding you are but um no it's the, but that was like a big thing for me and now now like you know i look back on it and then obviously i still remember it so i love it i i remember like for me it was um my brother and i anthony we started making eggs that was like one of the first things that we started oh, yeah. making scrambled eggs and they came out like really good like fluffy and like kind of oh, yeah. like just like a little not watery but like still a little runny but not completely but the one thing we did not work out on, and, you know, maybe parents, you should talk to your kids about this. You don't put a hot pan on top of the clear plastic on your table because it melts. Oh, <laughs> oh, God, then it sticks to the pan, too. <laughs> oh, sure did. So we hid that underneath the placemat, you know, because my mom was never going to notice that big hole. It's like a pile of like of like broken thermometers and like singed tablecloths. Like, <laughs> I you love know, it. it. It was a we're all guilty of ridiculousness. You know? uh, totally. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you. Oh, ridiculousness! You want to hear a funny story? So one time, my mom she was making like popovers, and I remember this so clearly. She's she must have been like talking to herself that like she doesn't have enough. Oh no, she's not gonna have enough. So I was like, I have an idea. So I ran to the playroom and I got some, I got blue, blue Play-Doh. Cause I was like, my mom needs dough. I got dough. Ch chuck that whole thing into the mixer. My mom turned around. I'm watching it mix in together. I'm like, Ooh, this is pretty. And, uh, <laughs> my mom literally was like, she turned around. She was shocked. She was just like, Oh, what happened? Oh my God. Why is it blue? I was like, Oh, I put Play-Doh in there for you. And she was like, no. She was like, Oh my what? God. No. So the whole thing went down, went out the window. That was it. That was done or whatever. But she was good natured about that. You know, she, she, she laughed. My dad was laughing. I, remember I love that. that. Oh my God. I, was, I once, um, I as a kid, my dad, I think, what did I do? I think I was like, I think the first time I think I tried to put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the, in a VCR. 
and then I think I was going to put like coins in there, and he like I remember him like I remember this vividly. Him grabbing my hand before I connected with putting the quarter in. Like, oh man, kids just have crazy ideas. I don't He's know. He's like the peanut butter and jelly went in, but now we got to stop. Peanut the butter and jelly vision is not a TV show we're watching today. <laughs> Love it. Oh Love man, it. did you guys um have like a dish that um was like super special that like you like your mom or dad made that or like whatever that was like i don't know like like i don't want to say a special occasion because it wasn't like fancy but it was like something that was maybe kind of a pain in the butt that maybe they only made on special occasions for you or like they became like a birthday request or like a certain dish that you fell in love with oh yeah we did so okay so my dad used to make this like really uh his like famous italian uh lasagna, oh, duh, lasagna is italian but it was like super like heavy and rich his mom used to make it so every christmas he always made it so it's dry sausage um Ooh. hot hot dry sausage uh chopped meat and then that's it and like all like mixed together like chopped up very very fine but the regatta oh, so that took the place of the ground beef like it was like it, it was, was like mixed instead? it was mixed in there with the ground beef because you know good. it's like so, so oh, super yeah. exp- it's like super expensive and you know like when you get all that stuff together and then he would layer with like mozzarella and then you know like the as you layer the lasagna and like everyone always ate that it was so rich um to eat like you could get like practically like pass out after you eat that because you're like sleeping after it it, it was yeah. like my yeah. favorite thing he ever made like every time he made it like we were so happy oh that's yeah. awesome i love that mike what about you yeah, same thing for with me around the holidays is, um, <clears throat> you know, eventually my mom did wind up meeting my dad. And uh, when he came into our life, he was a big on cooking. And uh, he would always make fun of my mom because <laughs> he said her cooking was just so bland or it wasn't, uh, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> That's how you win somebody was, over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, she, he did like the, the Hispanic side of her cooking, but the other stuff like uh, burgers, spaghetti, he's like, you got to add some flavor to it. So every holiday he would create like this sauce and it would cook literally from the morning till night until we oh, no ate way. at it's like awesome. seven yep. o'clock at dinner time and and my mom participated in it too but it was amazing like uh, i don't know what he put in it but it, i always looked forward to you know the christmas italian dinner that he would make or even on thanksgiving he would make a uh, a roast beef with uh, like this gravy um or a pot roast i believe it was and uh it just it it really inspired me, I think, to cook like and I think that's what happens when you're younger. You know, you have these influences in your family that that really inspire you to kind of to get into cooking. You know, I know you cook some of those things, too. Is that is that how you learn to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool, I, man. I try I to incorporate that. that, too, and keep the traditions going that, you know, your your parents passed down, you know, even though they didn't really may have not taught you how to cook the pot roast or the sauce, you know, you just try <laughs> yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all have our fingers like together. a pinch of this. I love it. Yeah. Pinch of this, a little exactly. that, you know, exactly. I, same thing here. I, every holiday that lasagna pops up at my, my dinner table, you know, at first it was uh, a different taste for some of the family members, but then like they kind of got used to it, you know, so that, that's good. Oh, yeah. I like it. it brings yeah, a different it, dynamic to the, to the table, right? I remember um, <laughs> we would go down to Florida for uh, like for some of the holidays where we would go like during like Passover um, Easter time. And my yeah. my grandmother, it's so funny because as a kid, you remember things like so different. 
so she made this like chicken dish and uh it had like roast chicken it had like it must have had paprika and like potatoes and sliced potatoes and onions and stuff and then it had like this sauce on it and i was like enamored by this we come like you know come home i asked my mom like what was in that what was like you know what she'd make and then i found out it's like canned potatoes <laughs> oh, love it. and yep. she dumped on there's so many names for it. it's basically duck sauce but remember like this like yeah. something called saucy susan's like apricot marinade marinade whatever it is it's basically yeah. duck sauce that you have from chinese yeah. restaurant and she would dump that over the whole thing and just maybe she had like a little wine i don't know what she had but she or some soy sauce threw that in the oven and baked it and in my mind i'm like this is amazing this is this is like you know white tablecloth kind of stuff so it was amazing and i just remember this vivid memory of like of that but i think there were so many things as a kid and like maybe you guys are this way too where like you would taste something from like further away or someplace that like you wouldn't normally have and yeah. then you would like you'd want to recreate it or you want to have it again yeah and then it was like yeah. almost like how how can we make this happen how is this gonna work oh you yeah know? Yeah, that, that, that was my mom. My mom was like TikTok before TikTok was famous. Like she would, <laughs> we would go out to like a restaurant, and we'd be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And she would go, and she's like, "Hmm." A week later, she's like, <laughs> it's, "She's recreated the whole entire meal, everything, like soup to nuts, and if anything, actually even better sometimes." That's my so mom cool. was like, "Such a she is such she's still with us. She is just such a good chef. She's like she's slowed down now. You know, she's eighty one years old, so she's she's taking yeah. a back seat, relaxing a little bit more, but." Um, that was always like her, I was always amazed by her doing that, and I think for me, like that's what inspired me to like kind of cook and like love cooking because she always she she enjoyed food, enjoyed cooking, and you know, and recreating it. I you know I love it. So that's why I love those TikTok recipes that's the awesome. kids give me. Oh growing yeah, up Carmen is like TikTok before TikTok. <laughs> Yo yeah, growing up Carmen man, she was a trendsetter. Let me so tell Carmen! you, my mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like my mom, uh, it's really wild. My mom actually. How did this, I'm trying to remember how this kind of came to be. I guess like when my sister was really young, so my sister's four years older than me. So my, my mom had me after my sister was, you know, was about four. And um, there was a woman that helped my mom out. And she, I guess she wasn't like a nurse, but it was kind of like just like a person to help out, you know? And she, she was, um, you know, from China, moved here and had a huge, a huge ability to cook and like had recipes mm -hmm. and stuff. And um, my parents love Chinese food. But they, my, she taught my mom like how to cook a lot of Chinese things. So oh. like I, I grew up like That's learning so cool. and watching all these things. And my mom is so funny. My mom, like my little mom, I love her. <laughs> she, she has in the kitchen like the yeah. um the the like the handle with like the the sharp rectangular. What yeah. is happening right now, people? Oh, that's that's like, a meat, like a meat, not a meat cleaver. A cleaver. A cleaver? A cleaver? Yeah. yeah. Cleaver. That doesn't sound right, but that's what I think I'm thinking of. Right. We have this humongous, <laughs> sharp, ridiculous, not messing around cleaver, and um like to smash garlic with. And then we we would go to the city when we were younger, and we'd go to these um these Chinese restaurants um in Manhattan, and like this place we go downstairs in the basement, and then like this these tables, and we would <laughs> and after we ate, we would go to um the uh, some of the marketplaces and uh, these stores, and they would sell like all kinds of random stuff. Like they sell like the little kitten that would like you know wave his arm, and then it, like the little porcelain stuff, and they would also have like woks and stuff. And I think I learned from an early age like you don't need to buy fancy cooking equipment. Like you would buy like a good season walk from like there you would buy like you know some some equipment from like these small cheap stores that were that would kick butt that we you know so she would we would do that oh, yeah. we get like tea get that and like bring it home and i have no idea what my culture is anymore Who knows? Was amazing, yeah, i love it you blended in I love right it. i tell you i love it man yeah but you know what also too it's like when 
our, when we see our parents like cooking all different things and all different ways, like one of the things that that struck me when I was younger was like watching my dad on the grill. There was always one person who was like in charge of the grill, right? Like when during the summertime, during the springtime, when it was kind of cool outside, not too hot. There's one adult that manages the grill, and that was my dad because he would say when my mom made the burgers, they weren't the best burgers. So he added all the seasonings, he glazed oh it with barbecue sauce, he added all this stuff, and uh, he was just the man on the grill. So like, I loved, I love cooking on a grill. It was obviously before all of our time, but we grew up, we grew up this way. I mean, maybe you guys did too. It's funny because in the north, people must have believed that barbecue sauce goes in everything that you put on the grill <laughs> and, I, and then like i went in college i went south and like people were like you don't use a barbecue you eat barbecue barbecue is a food so anyway right. so like my, my dad grew up my grew up my dad would put barbecue sauce in everything like he put barbecue sauce on like burgers i don't know Sounds what like was going smart, on man i mean i guess but like if i could see like you know as a condiment doing it later but like it yeah. was like blub 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 making steak <laughs> barbecue sauce blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so like it was like you know like it, you know that that same that same kind of flavor it's so funny right but i guess yeah. like you know at some point they must have had like you know their edge <laughs> on the marketing of uh, all sauces that weren't ketchup and it must have been like <laughs> you're putting a barbecue outside you get you get some of this sauce you put on everything yeah probably all the commercials like hey babe can you pass me the barbecue sauce like of <laughs> yeah. course. what are you having Bar- for dinner barbecue Ar- sauce okay barbecue well, sauce. <laughs> our meal is not complete without barbecue sauce like, oh. <laughs> he turned to the camera and smiled like did ching. you guys did you guys ever take a class in high school or anything for cooking oh yeah yeah, because no. that's that's where I think I that that was like my little gateway into like baking. You know, yeah, home and careers, eighth grade. What about you? Yeah, nice, <laughs> exactly. Nice. Exactly. I wound up uh, I wound up learning actually how to cut there because I don't know. They, they brought a chef into school to kind of like talk to us. And, uh, you know, you're supposed to, like, tuck your fingers in so you don't chop them off as you're cutting an onion. But I never really I never really learned how to cut an onion. You know, I kind of just, you know, YouTube videos or things. But I never really was shown the proper way on cutting and stuff. I don't know. What about you guys? Well, my mom would use like she wouldn't use a chef knife like (laughs) I think that's become more of a modern thing. Like, I don't think like like people back then probably thought like nobody bought a chef's knife if you weren't a chef you just had like your knives my my mom would take out like a like a knife you would use to cut like your own personal meal and she would use that (laughs) no wonder why she buy (laughs) band-aids but But, like yeah no it's so funny but i remember um i did home and careers in in eighth grade and i remember um i was like i I could dig this i just kind of like get into it it was kind of like almost like all right now's the time it is happening. We are cooking, you know? <laughs> and they made, like, tacos. And I think we made, like, um, I think we took, like, um, Pillsbury um, rolls. And I yeah. think they had, like, melted butter and cinnamon sugar. And it was like, here's fake donuts. Oh, all the good and, stuff. Um, you know, <laughs> it was like oh, that kind of thing. But it was really great. cool. I remember enjoying that, you know? Sarah, Sarah, no, we were talking before the show about the... Uh, the banana dessert. <laughs> Your mom did that, right? With the, um, the you take milk? the banana and the milk and you throw it in the uh, food processor. Yeah. Right? And then you maybe chuck in a couple ice cubes if you're feeling fancy. And then you you, you, <laughs> you throw that in there. It all kind of whips up, gets a little bubbly because a little foam. And then you have yourself a nice milky banana, like a banana milkshake kind of thing, right? Oh, you guys had that as a dessert. We had that like, um, like in a bottle, like growing up. It was like, 
like a That's meal, awesome. I guess, or like a smoothie, I guess. I don't know. Like, Wait, no, I would just eat it like in a, 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 a baba. <laughs> yeah, after dinner, like you know, whatever. You know, oh, that, I loved no, it. No, that was like that was like breakfast. It was warm, the milk. It's so funny because you <laughs> like warm rice pudding and I like cold rice pudding. Oh, and like maybe I, this is like I love the banana milk, and then one day the banana milk and I did not like each other, and that was the end of it for me. Uh, my brother, and my brother, still cooking with your family. No yeah, and then that's it, guys. Uh, no, so and then like I actually now make it for my kids, and they like Julian loves it still or whatever. Sophie used to love it, and now she stopped to get kind of like me, like where it was like uh, kind of done with this. You know, sometimes if you throw in like a couple little drops of vanilla extract, <laughs> and then you you just put like a couple little little a couple of drops of salt. Things kind of come together nicely. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's an elevated version. Now it's like <laughs> turning like horchata in a couple more minutes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I like that though. I like See, that. See that Sarah said something that reminded me of food with children, and and she said she had a bad experience with the banana, right? And then she never went back to it. Like, how do you prevent your children from having bad experiences with food oh, and never man. going back to it? So you know what I mean? help. That is a great question. I don't know. <laughs> like, Sophia would eat everything when she was little. And then, like, one day she said that she looked at her food, saw a little black speck. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, that's when she started, like, really, like, dissecting her food. Really? Making sure it was fully oh, yeah. cooked or whatever. And I think a black speck, she's like, I think it probably was, like, black pepper or something. She's like, I didn't know what it was, though. And I knew it wasn't a bug. But she's like, it was just freaked her out that it was something in her food that she never saw before. And after that, that was like the beginning of the end of her being like <laughs> the monster that she is now when it comes well, to food. It's funny because like the, the you know, growing up, we all know. I mean, it, parents, you obviously, if you have young kids now, you know the same deal. Like the baby food, it's such a it's such a lie because you're like, my child is eating uh, chicken risotto and blah blah blah, and it's like, oh, tonight we're having turkey dinner, and it's just blended up mush, and you're like, yeah. well, this must mean that when my child is older, they're going to enjoy everything, and then like you said, like suddenly one day they wake up, they're like, nope, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, and listen, you know I I didn't make it, I didn't, I made my own baby food, I never mashed anything like pureed, everything was always just very soft and chewable. So, yeah. like, everything was mushy enough to eat without having to worry about choking or something like that. That probably so went like, a long way instead of the lies that we were fed of. Well, I, I, my kids did not <laughs> have any dinner? texture. No. Right. They didn't have any texture issues when it came to food. And they were fine up until, like I said, Sophia saw the black speck of, I don't know. God One piece what. of pepper is all it took. Yes, yeah. it took her, took her out. She was like, oh, no. See, <laughs> when I when I was younger, I, I ate everything. Like... <laughs> I, mean, I love that. Like, like everything Same. just looked good, tastes good. There was no problem. No. I mean, if there was, uh, the only way I wouldn't eat it if 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 it smelled bad, because like you know how sometimes yeah. y if it smells horrible, you can't just put it in your mouth and the, the yep. whole thing just messes up, you know. And now, like my children, they're just so picky sometimes, and it's like yes. you make like these great dishes, you spend hours, you put your heart and soul to it, you throw stuff in that you don't even know, and you, it comes out great. And then you ask them to take a bite, and they're like ill no you know what? way i tried to circumvent that i swear i thought i was listen <laughs> i thought that i had it all figured out like there was this moment where like i thought i was gonna walk into the kitchen like somebody's gonna throw the rocky robes on me and my wife's gonna be like you did it you won food but i it didn't work out so i <laughs> so one day i cooked like i cooked meatballs and i think like i don't know what happened like the onions didn't cook right they were cry it wasn't good fine yeah so yeah. instead of like torturing my family i was like look guys i'm not too proud I'm willing to admit when something comes up badly <laughs> like this and uh, go make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. No problem. I don't think yeah. it's good. I don't want to eat this. Let's order a pizza. Yeah. And I was like, 
let's try to be honest with our kids. When I believe right. that it is not good, I will not force you to eat it. Well, correct. They didn't buy into that idea. <laughs> it was like, I felt like that would like build trust. Maybe like when they're older, but maybe like I thought it would build trust and be like, I'm not going to push this on you. Cause like growing up, you know, like it's maybe just generational, but like I didn't want to teach my kids to like, you know, cl- eat, clean off their entire plate. Yeah, we don't want to like force them. Right. We kind of have yep. this mentality like you try a couple bites, then you could have dessert. Like that, I, we don't want to yeah. be like, you know, you have to finish whatever. But um, yeah, like I don't know. It's like a trust thing. At, but whatever. Maybe it's there. Maybe it's like them pushing their power. Who knows? But. That day, I thought I won, but I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just feels good that you guys had the similar situations. Like, I sometimes I feel like I'm the only parent on the world that can't get their kids to eat, like, healthy, you know. Like, you see your, all your friends on social media again just, like, posting things. Oh, my kids ate broccoli, and they're smiling. And I'm like, I can't get my kid to eat broccoli. <laughs> Am I a Listen, bad parent? let me tell you a little story, you know? right? Okay, world, oh, I hope you're not. all listening. <laughs> Social media and all of it, mostly Facebook and Instagram. Look, I know this is hard reality. Sit down, buckle in. If you're already sitting down, lean back further. There is not a chance in the world that those pictures of kids smiling, eating broccoli is real. Maybe your child is the broccoli farm winner of, you know, your town and congratulations. But there's so much picture, so many pictures on, on online you yeah. do not need to use that as a point of judgment compared to your family. There yeah, was probably yeah. so much fighting in between the good picture and the 300 bad ones. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> they were probably like, I'm getting ice cream after I eat this. Oh, smile. Yes. So do not despair. Yeah. The exactly. three of us are here to tell you that nothing yes. works half the time. Nothing works half the time. But you just nothing keep on trying. Half the time. That's quite a quote. That belongs you on just, no cars. In you the just keep <laughs> on trucking, man. Let me tell you. Did you guys ever have like the thing where you go to like a friend's house? And, like, they do it way different than your house. And, like, you try something and you're like, ooh, what's going on here? <laughs> we, we had this um, we had this friend. I had a friend growing up that um, I didn't even know, like, what Crisco was. So I'm over at this kid's house and um, he's like, you want grilled cheese? I'm like, yeah, yeah yes. Yes, I want grilled cheese. Because when I was a kid, maybe you guys grew up this way where, like, you would buy your school lunches occasionally. And the grilled cheese at school was, like, really greasy and really good. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, I was like, oh, man, I would just love. Because, like, like, my mom wouldn't, like, you know cook it like that because we know nobody did right except for well one day um i went to this kid's house and he busted out this can of crisco i'm like i don't know what's going on in this jar so he spreads it on he puts the um he's doing it too i'm like what is going on why is the kid cooking i don't know what's going you know um so he he has a pan going he puts the crisco on gets his you know slices of uh, square awesomeness and he put um like a mug like a, on top of it to like push it down. Oh, I like and this. And like style. this kid must have learned right, right? And I remember yeah. it was like you bit into that, and it was like, oh baby, and it wow. was so good. Really? But like you know, like the little things. Like I guess like every family is different, right? And and you have to be comfortable with like your kids, and like when you're ready to show them, or when you think they're ready to learn. Like I think I <sighs> started cooking much later than maybe yeah. some of the other kids. I don't know. Uh, maybe middle school, you know, having like the the, the buns and the tacos and the um, the frozen waffles. No, that's not true. I just <laughs> maybe you feel better. But you know, the idea is, I think every family is different, you know, and I think that's totally fine. But it's funny as a kid when you go somewhere just, and you try I, something. I want to. I just want to make sure, like everybody out there knows, like I'm not going by social media and like judging my life on that. But you know, sometimes you just you happen yes. to. Lo- yeah, you look and you're like, oh man, they're getting their kids to eat broccoli. Why can't yep. I get my kids to eat yep. broccoli? You you're know only what I human. mean? It's yeah, natural to yeah. compare. I'll so it's bit. just, yeah. yeah. You know, I think broccoli is like a reach. Like, that's like a goal. <laughs> let's set the goals a little lower here. You know, let's. Just... <laughs> 
Okay, have you tried have you tried ranch with the Ooh, with the broccoli? Because oh, my kids nice. love they like vegetables, but they love vegetables with ranch. Even I better. tried cheese. I tried cheese, but they didn't go over. They well. don't like it. With, they don't like it with the cheese. That and um, we also oh when you get like chicken and broccoli from the restaurant, the yeah. kids love that broccoli. They fight over it. And that you're absolutely right. I have gotten the chicken broccoli from and that, you know and they do eat it with the brown sauce on it. But so maybe just order yourself a, a thing of brown sauce and <laughs> the broccoli. Just order it once in a while, right? Just that. I know. I know. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we take a little shift to our own kids now? Because it I certainly know. sounds like we are in the territory of taking all the moments of our childhood and having um, barbecue covered burgers and uh, <laughs> things covered in uh, gosh knows what. But uh, I think uh, let's let's shift over, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, you know, they're gonna <laughs> eat. They'll be okay. Cause my 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 oldest, Sonisha, um, when she was little, she always loved like cooking with me. And she like I was asking her the other night. I was like, oh, like what do you remember? She's like, I don't know. She's like, I just wanted to be when you're in the kitchen. I want to be in there. I wanted to help in some way, some facet. Like, mm-hmm. um, but one of her favorite memories is that when. Jean and I just got married, and she was living with us. Uh, I used to make this, like, um, peanut butter, like, Thai sauce, uh, peanut butter sauce uh, with noodles. Oh, but good. she didn't She didn't like that. We, we, I was slightly convinced she had, like, a slight allergy to it because she it always made her nauseous. So I would always make her her own little um, Alfredo sauce on the side and put it off Ooh. to the side. But she loves shrimp. So <laughs> I would put shrimp in there. We'd have shrimp in our pasta. And, like, she was all happy. Um, so she always says that that was like her favorite thing, like to eat or whatever. And like she knew, like when she saw that peanut butter sauce, she was like, "I'm getting." Oh, that's so funny! Tonight. You like so hooked she, her up, and like that yeah. was the message. Yep, she you know, was like, "Yes, that, this is it." And that kind of reminds me too, like where do they come up with like these sophisticated palettes of shrimp? Like you know, I know. <laughs> you know, like my son, my son for some reason loves sushi loves shrimp i can't get him to eat broccoli but i can get him to eat raw fish right that's amazing yeah it is it is amazing but you know where he gets it from because he's a godzilla lover he loves godzilla he loves dinosaurs he likes to pretend he's a lizard you know so (laughs) i i use that to get i guess to kind of help him eat like healthier and have like seafood and mix up his his oh that's awesome you know but, we did that. Um, we we did that with Julian. We used to call the shark bites. Yeah, take, take, yeah. He's like, he's like a shark. Take a shark bite. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's just funny and it's just weird how like you know you you'll make these things and they'll just gravitate towards uh, things that they like from uh, some things that they see or that they like to do like Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> we you tried know? doing this thing where um, we tried to like. I don't know what my mentality was. I felt like if I could expose the kids to the smell of different herbs and spices that like somehow that would like kickstart their brain into like wanting to try stuff. I don't know. So I used to take, I used to pick them up. It was probably to keep them from like screaming and yelling while you're trying to cook. Yeah. But I picked them really young and I would open up the spice cabinet and I would have them always like smell like four or five different spices and stuff just to like, I don't know. They liked it. And Did it like, obviously every kid like, you know, vanilla and cinnamon was a big one, but I would always try to like mix those in and then like I'd be like, let's try cumin, let's try smelling this, let's try smelling that. And they kinda kick out of it. Jacob liked it, you know, Ethan did a little bit. It's it's funny. Like I don't know if that made any impact, but I wanted to be like a comfortable space for them and kinda have like the like I try to associate like enjoying a certain smell or flavor that's something they want to try, you know? 
Do yeah, music no, work, but great. I don't know. It's kind of a fun that, thing to do. No, I think that's actually really cool. And I what, think, so I think you, what you should do is you should ask them. Like, just be like, hey, do you guys remember this when you were young? Because the other day, I think my wife had asked Lucas, like, what was your, what's your earliest memory of, like, us, you know, of, like, whatever you remember? And he, you know, he remembered something that when he was, like, three years old. And we, me and my wife looked at each other, and we were like, no way you remember this. And he just went on and went on, and he described the event, like, to the T. And we were like, wow. It's, it, so you'd be surprised. I bet you that your kids remember smelling vanilla somehow, right? some way, you know? That would be cool. If I, I should ask him because I think it would be really cool if I did because I remember, like, hoisting them up with like one arm yeah like it's so funny because they first kid i'm like how do people carry babies this is really heavy and then like i remember one day going to the mall and i said this mom like had the baby on her hip i'm like no way you could do that so then like that's like you know that's the jam because the hip's strong baby so you throw the kid in your hip you hold him up by the butt and then you can kind of oh like reach with one hand in the cabinet that's, that's amazing man. side side is strong <laughs> you're hysterical you gotta learn you gotta pay attention you know <laughs> that is so awesome oh man I, I like now that my kids are a little bit older um um i bought a lot of food cookbooks um why would i call it a food cookbook that's very strange would it be another kind of thing so i bought a lot of cookbooks um back in the day and <laughs> and um, I just, I think it's just, it's like a d silly thing. Cause like my wife's like, don't you just go online and do the digital one anyway? But I'm like, yeah, I like to look at them and stuff. They're pretty. Um, so anyway, so they have all these cookbooks and um, Jacob um, started like flipping through. It was really cool. Jacob's, uh, he's in uh, sixth grade now, but he was like flipping yeah. through maybe the past like year or so. And um, we kind of like got into um, maybe like a little bit late to the game. We started watching like Buddy versus, um, Buddy versus Duff like that mm -hmm. cooking show or whatever. So yeah. um, we're, we're, we're like, yeah, we're team, we're team Duff in my house. So um, I know like sports, right? So, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. I know what competition is about. So, um, so we ended up buying like a bunch of Duff Goldman uh, cookbooks and they're really cool. There's like, cause he does more than just baking. Cause he's an Ace of Cakes guy, but like he uh -huh. has like a, real, a lot of really cool recipes. And I think like he's a big kid. So I think like he thinks about like those kinds of flavors and things that like, are exciting or like kind of mm. like TikTok in a way, and yeah. um, we we kind of go through the book sometimes, and and like especially, I find like around Super Bowl because like I'm not a sporty dude. I know this is a shock, and um, sometimes <laughs> like when we're around Super Bowl, the you know the the game that my kids thought that football only happened once a year um in our house <laughs> that we would go and cook like a bunch of recipes and it'd be like very food centered because we'd like you know make tacos have dip and all this other stuff unless you're like he opened the book and he found like a bunch of recipes and he's like yeah. i want to make that i want to make that and he had like he put like a little like um like post notes or like tissues or napkins between the pages and he had like a whole bunch <laughs> and i think that's oh, fun that's like to awesome. let your kids just like you know it's like almost like when you were younger you're driving you have like your book cds and you're like you could pick out anything you want you're like it's my stuff yeah. so you can pick it out but like now i think it's like <laughs> kind of fun because like if you take like a cookbook that you like some stuff and let your kid flip through it i think it's kind of cool to see what they come up with you know yeah no i agree i mean we don't have as many cookbooks because like i think thinking about like rachel said you know i wind up going on digital but now you make me want to buy a cookbook for them <laughs> just come over <laughs> oh, I, have wall, man. I have a wall it's kind of insane <laughs> so like Oh, so but like Sophia and Julian, they now they use the, the TikTok. They find recipes. Um, they might watch something like on TV. Like Julian's like really into like uh, traveling. Uh, this guy on like YouTube, I forgot his name. That he like travels from one country to another and trying different things to eat. And Julian like loves watching that. And he's like, oh, we should get something like that. We should try and make something like that. So That's like, so cool, though. we'll kind of venture off into that, you know, realm.
it's fun to watch as a kid like to watch cooking shows i think it's like i don't know i i i, I find it totally like a calming enjoyable thing and then you get kind of like in the back of your mind you're like oh i that looks really good i think i want to try that and then you kind of get that like hinkering to like want to like make it or try it or find a oh, recipe yeah. or like go out to yes. eat somewhere and have it you know yep totally no, I, I love it no what i was wondering is like do your spouses feel the same way about food that you guys do like do you share the same kind of ideas you know, because my wife, she likes to just eat the food and enjoy the food. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I love, like, your three meals a day. You know, like, your breakfast, your lunch, and dinner. And she's, like, the snacker. And, uh, mm. you know, I'm trying y- – y- you kind of, like, struggle with, like, oh, what should you, like, That's instill girl in your – girl meals, what that was called. <laughs> right, girl what- meals. Yeah, what should you instill in your children, right? Like – or like what kind of bad habits do you not want them to have that you have like she always blames me for uh when we went away to uh kalahari one time and we were trying to get a drink and that was the first introduction for lucas into soda you know and tasting soda and and now he like loves soda but we only give it to him you know not as much uh as or kind of limit the soda, you know? And uh-huh. I blame her for our kids who snack all the time. All they do is eat snacks and they want snacks all the time. And I'm just like, why don't you just have a breakfast, lunch, and dinner meal? You know? So it's just it's hard. You know, you know? it's hard. It's hard. It yeah. Is. I think this get influenced somehow. I know I think they get influenced somehow, some way, but you know, like I think mine's like don't clean your plate off. You know, like I am a big like, oh man, it's so good. I'm gonna keep eating. Um, and then yeah. I'm really like stuffed. I'm like, Bleh. um, but my kids, like, <laughs> I think I try not to like do that with them, but like my kids, they snack Jean, like Jean's the type of person who like, he works, works. He's like, Oh wow. Three o'clock. Hmm. I should get something to eat. I'm never like that. I'm always thinking about my first meal, second meal, third meal, my, and all <laughs> my snacks in between, <laughs> especially, you know, but Jean loves a good meal. Like he likes like He's very fancy. He likes a fancy meal. Um, yeah. but you know, and he could be picky too at times. Like I always say, I have like I have like four kids because, uh, you know, it's like all right, <laughs> how many people gonna be unhappy tonight for dinner? Um, so you know, but I, I don't know. I think they just that's just how they are. They're just like little gnashing rascals of children. <laughs> gnashing rascals. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a cover band. I feel like um, it's it's hard. I try. I I think one thing for us is like I think we're in the same boat with the snacking and stuff. We try it so hard. I try like when it gets relatively close to dinner, I'm like, that's it. We're cutting it off, you know? And then like, I'm yeah. like, you could have fruit. Cause usually try to give them these fruit before they have the dinner. Um, yeah. just to kind of cram in <laughs> part of the day, you know, <laughs> but I feel no, like, um, I think variety is something I'm trying to do. Like just cause like right now, um, I think for a long time we got in this routine, especially with like Taekwondo and everything else where like, it was like, we need a quick, easy meal. So then we were having hot dogs in the air fryer one night. Then yeah. it was like, another quick meal. I needed like eggs one night. And then it was like, why are we eating eggs, mac and cheese, and hot dogs? Like, that's like three nights a week of just the same. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I mean, whatever. I'm not judging. It's just like the same flavors and it gets kind of boring. So yeah. I kind of like really, really been trying to um, go on a couple websites and just force myself to, to like find stuff that like looks appealing to me that I'm thinking that my kids are like, if it's like, you know, like, you know, one of those sheet pan deals where the chicken looks pale and nasty. I'm like, mm. I don't want it. So my kids are probably not going to want to eat this. <laughs> so I kind of like think about like what's going to first look appealing. And then, um, you know, and then I'll try to like find something that, you know, it has to be under an hour. Like it can't be something yeah. that you cook yeah. in the grocery that's like, 
Because if it's a three-hour thing, it's like that's a that's a weekend thing, and like even yeah. that alone, maybe you don't even want to do that, you know. And especially when you have multiple kids, because you're just you, you got like a lot of events going on. You got yeah. like you said, taekwondo or sports or whatever else going on, and you just need to make something quick, you know. Which is also another bad habit that kind of grew, which is like when we were trying to get something quick, sometimes we'll stop for McDonald's or Taco Bell. Uh, and now yep. it's like, yeah. Now it's like the only good food out there is McDonald's and Taco Bell. Not not the yeah. hours of of work that you've done on your food or your sauce or whatever, but now uh, nothing compares to, you know, fast food. You know, it's funny because like I feel like it's so silly because it's not really much better, but <laughs> something in my brain <laughs> sometimes like a slice of pizza for some reason in my brain doesn't seem as bad. Same, yeah. I agree. Right? I agree. Yeah. And then, like, like you could, like, get different kinds of pizza, too, which is, like, yes. I'm always, like, in the back of mind, I'm, like, get them to try new stuff. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. yeah. I, know, I happen to agree with you guys. Like, last year, we got heavy into ordering out. Um, and I'm sure Gene's listening, and he's going to be, like, yes, my credit card knows <laughs> that we got into ordering out. Because it, it was just mass chaos, I felt like. You know, like, I felt like I was every which direction. Gene works long hours. So it's, like, uh, you know, trying, like, trying to battle between like do i get 10 minutes to like sit down or yeah do yeah. i order or do i cook so it's like i'll order something you know while in the midst of from one location to another but we're we're getting out of that habit too kind of like with mike like where it's like you know before they used to love like just spaghetti meatballs and yeah. like now sophia doesn't like red sauce julian likes red sauce i like red sauce gene doesn't like red uh, red sauce and then sunisha she's older now so she'll she'll nosh on whatever's left over um and she's not picky, thank God, my first like, child. Um, <laughs> so, you know, but um, the, so the thing is that, you know, like you're trying to just like figure out like so I try to find things that are like easy, like those TikTok recipes. I'm like, oh, man, 20 after under like 20 minutes, like awesome. Everyone's going to eat yeah. it like they're slightly more invested in it. Um, maybe like cheesesteak isn't probably the healthiest. But again, like I'm kind of justifying my head like better than ordering out you know yeah 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 better than spending the money because i already bought this already so i might as well use it yeah like the um idea of like i had this mentality for a while and i mean it's not like it's not like a it's not like a losing weight thing it's not like a i don't know maybe it's an idea to try to have like a little less process but i don't know whatever but i was my thought process was like with the kids at one point was like maybe like we'll eat anything as long as one it tastes really good like mm-hmm. it's worth eating like it's like it actually is like not just throwing stuff in your mouth for sake of throwing in your mouth and like two we make it like if right. we make it like yeah let's have some donuts but we have to make the donuts like i'm not going to stop them from going to Dunkin' donuts and getting stuff whatever but i mean like i wanted to have this <laughs> mentality where like sometimes just like it doesn't have to be healthy food you cook but like let's actually go like, back to the beginning and let's make i mean not like growing my own wheat but i mean like making <laughs> everything you know like and just trying it out and i think there's something really cool about that with your kids you know no, I agree with you. See, that's the thing, like, where I'm sure other moms or dads or whoever's cooking in the kitchen can relate to is that, like, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. Then she started working in the office in the house. So she was home to make all these amazing dinners, to make homemade apple cider, yeah, yeah. donuts in her walk, um, in her electric <laughs> oh, walk that she had. Yes. So, um, so she was, like you know able to make all these like you come home the house smelled like delicious of something about to be cooked baked or whatever so it's so hard that like she 
and you know it was a different time you know where she yeah. was able to have that like a ability to do all that and work or take care of the house so i think like so we're so busy and like now it's like your kid has to be in like three sports your kid has to be doing yeah. this you yeah. know like um, right god like, forbid they just like stay home for a day and like oh, yeah yeah and like normal? and yeah. er er everyone's everyone's in the workforce you know like er you really very rarely can you have a single income coming in so it's like it's so it, sometimes there is a lot of pressure to like not compare yourself to like how it was you know because we're living in a very different time period i like that i like how grace. sarah just like you know I mean? allowed yeah. us all to just give ourselves a break for a day some grace man you know like honestly like they always say like you gotta be good to yourself because that's what i felt like last year I, like i needed some breaks you know and yeah. i was like ordering out or i'm gonna yeah. go crazy so and everyone's fed so leave me alone <laughs> Exactly. I have a couple of things that I was just thinking of, like um, some of the ways that kind of we got like the kids cooking a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and they're real basic things. They weren't really some amazingly phenomenal. I'm not like going to change your lives right now in the next five minutes. But um, <laughs> the next like some of the things that we did were like, um, it's so silly, but like making lunches for the week or having the kid put the cinnamon in the yogurt. Or yeah. like if we're making mac and cheese, I want to get them invested because I want them to do one aspect of it. Um, so like I would have like the kids would put the... Um, would put the powdered cheese in and then I would have them help me with the whisk, you know, awesome. um, teaching the kids like about grilled cheese and how like, you know, you could make it good if you just take your time and you control the heat a little bit and then you kind of like pick it up and look at it like, is it brown enough yet? Is it good? Should we flip it? You yeah, know, like that yeah. kind of thing, um, you know, during holidays, like um, having them help you like core the apples or use it if you have that little machine that you twist or whatever to like get the skin off of the apple and they always get a kick if they could get all the skin off the apple in, like one fell swoop you know yeah. um and then like even things like like little things like um if there's a dish that has like a sauce of some sorts just adding a little bit of a spice to it I, my kids always get a kick when i'm like we're gonna add a little salt we're gonna like a pinch and i show them with my hands and then they try to do the same thing. I'm like, put that much in. I mean, we're not like salt bay. I'm not going, but you know. But they're like, they, of course, it's like, I'm like, man, they just put a lot of salt in. But like, you know, just showing them, like, the, the, them taking ownership over it. I think there's like something really powerful. And I think we forget sometimes as the grown ups in the house that our little ones, like, they just want to assert some level of control and like giving them like some small little part that they could like carve out in their own territory and call their own makes yep. such a big difference and like now jacob um he's not really doing it on his own own but like a couple times he's so proud like he made we made just made chicken cutlets we did like you know i showed him with the fork we had like the the flour the eggs and the breadcrumbs and like he i really had to like <laughs> stop my ridiculous like controlling way i am yep. and I'm yes. like, let yep. the child do this it doesn't have to be perfect <laughs> and like having him stick it in like the you know the one thing and then he showed up and he'd be like did i mess up I'm like no you're good you're good and i'm like he's doing fine like he really right. is doing fine and yeah. many people many years before this were able to do this stuff without all kinds of like scales yeah. and all this dials and stuff and they did yep. it and and you don't need, it doesn't need to be perfect you know it doesn't need to be, be a picture that belongs like you know on, on a on a website like it's it's cool he did a good job i'm so proud of him and i i need to remind myself that as a parent of like it does need to be perfect they can mess it up and have a little fun doing it and they're gonna love it and they're gonna have memories of it I, yeah. Honestly, I think that's the biggest thing is like is allowing them to enter the kitchen, help you, and you knowing that it's not gonna it's not gonna be perfect. They're gonna spill something. They're gonna whisk it too hard. They're gonna you know get an eggshell in there and just be like, okay, so like no big deal. Let's get it out, you know. Um, and my biggest thing is like what I like to do, kind of like pivoting on what do, like doing all those things that 
you do, I also like to say like, oh, how does everyone like this chicken cutlet or this sauce or this applesauce? You know who who peeled it? Julian did it. This is Julian's yeah. applesauce, yeah, you know? Really smart. And it's giving credit because they did. They helped, you know, like this theirs. Like they did it. Okay, yes, mommy was there to help with some of the bigger things, but like they mixed this up. It's theirs. You know? That's funny. This is um this is a spot book that uh mm-hmm. that like you remember spot like where spot uh, whatever yes. that scoopy book and there's this one i don't know why i thought of this i totally i apologize i think i spoke over you um this is one that was like spot bakes a cake for like his dad's birthday or whatever and it's why am i talking about a spot but anyway so <laughs> at the end of the book <laughs> spot basically makes a mess drops like eggshells everywhere chocolate goes everywhere a mouse is helping really not exactly up to snuff with the code i feel like yeah, they're not very shut sanitary down. but, <laughs> but you yet know. again dogs are talking anyway why they keep losing each other is beyond me but anyway so they cook this whole thing basically the mom does like just about everything and then spot does like you know god knows what and at the end of it it's like the dad's like this cake is delicious and then spot is like good job spot and he's like mom helped a little and it's like uh, it, it is funny because like as a parent <laughs> when you read that book besides like reading it a thousand times um, it's it's it is that mentality right like like they don't really have that like that ability in their head to kind of like separate what was the big part and what was the little part. <laughs> so just having like some degree of like helping out in some way. And I love that you talk about your son like that was such a good idea, man. We should all be listening to Sarah D more often. Oh, oh, pishaw, pishaw, pishaw. Pishaw. I somewhere along the way I'm I'm not doing it right, but oh, you know another thing. I also they help me out because I'm. Okay, secret. This is a safe space, right? Um, I'm not really good with my fractions at all as a grown woman. I'm still working on them. I rely on my cups very much. So my kids, they're great in math. Me and too, I'm like, me too. I'm like, um, is like three fourths bigger than half? And they're like, ma. And I, <laughs> I just can't tell you the answer. Where's Jill Julian? Um, yeah. so, <laughs> but they help me out. And like, I'm like, oh, look at that. You guys, are, I'm checking your math facts here. Yep, I totally knew that. <laughs> no, I love that totally. because like that's great though. That, like, that little stuff is like that ownership and like and le- you obviously legitimately want them to help you yeah. but like something my kids got a kick out of is like where it says like three fourths like what do i have a three fourths i'm like dude it's just three one fourths three quarters just do it three times you know like yeah. that was like a big thing so, for them to Sophia figure taught out taught me know? that one. Oh, that's good me and Sophia got on lockdown that's awesome okay <laughs> mike what about you i want to hear from your uh yeah what'd you guys yeah. say <laughs> now i just wanted to add to that um you know I guess in our day to day, we kind of forget how these moments kind of like make us feel like if we take a look at if we listen to what we said before, like Mike, me, you, Sarah, we were all talking about like how proud we were to like make our first meal. You know, it's giving them that same sense of pride that we felt when we made our first kind of dish. You know what I mean? And that's how it kind of, I I guess that's how we kind of just pass it on, right? And just be aware of that and kind of self-reflecting on that and just try to create those experiences for them so that they could cook and, uh, you know, kind of take care of themselves when they get older. That's awesome. I feel like in in our house, like sometimes, like, um, like you mentioned, like your wife doesn't really like do the cooking so much and like you do. I feel like I'm kind of like in a similar boat, like with with cooking in our house, and I I forget sometimes, like because I'm the one cooking, that like, I mean, like it's easy to be like, this looks good to me. Guess that's what we're eating, <laughs> yeah, you know. But like, exactly. I feel like my wife, um, sometimes she's not like a big like meat eater, 
um i'm not sure why i'm talking like she's like you know like a carnivore or or an omnivore um but she she like, like a she's like why can't we have like why can't we have like a vegetarian dish like once a week and like to me initially i'm like i'm not eating that uh fake meat you know whatever i'm not sure why i suddenly saw that but yeah uh, you know like but now occasionally like i'll try to find a recipe that's just like it doesn't it's not like it just it's not like blatantly like this is fake fake beef or fake this it's like it's just a dish that happens to be vegetables and stuff so yeah. i have to kind of remind myself every now and then i'm like you are not the only one that lives here yeah. <laughs> you, know, you have to try to think about the other people that like what they actually want and like try to like listen a little bit and not yeah, just assume yeah. you know yeah right it is hard it's hard especially when, when you're cooking you know you're like oh what's easiest for me you know, it's kind of fun to try. Not like a yes day, because there's no way in heck I'm going to have my house filled That's with bubbles daughter. and like She's being thrown into this. like a amusement park to like go throw up after eating too much ice cream. But the uh, what I what I was thinking like in the kitchen, it would be kind of cool to like let your kids like I don't know like to what degree you can't make it a complete yes day because then all of a sudden you're going to be like God only knows. But I feel like it would be cool to be like, all right, here guys, you're you're planning dinner this weekend. Grab some bucks, go online. Oh, that's a good you know, idea. We, we, mommy and I have like vetoing rights, whatever else. But like, why don't you pick like Ooh. I don't know, like an appetizer, a, a like a salad or something, and like a main meal, and it's probably gonna like not go well together. Yeah, it's gonna be like pick. Chinese, and then like you know like But I feel like it would be Pizza. cool to like let them just like rock it out, right? Yeah, yeah I because um, I'm, I'm your assistant. You tell me what I need to do. Yeah, no, what was it? Julian one time he made pancakes. It was. It was interesting. It was uh, pancakes <laughs> with fruity pebbles and Fruit Loops in there. Oh, and I think okay. there's some chocolate chips. All right. Then he served it with uh, syrup and I think whipped cream. You know what? It I'm going to tell you it was something. that that sounded actually pretty good to me. I don't think I would choose the chocolate chips or the cereal, but the Fruit, <laughs> Loop, the fruit Loop pancakes. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you right now. You, you wake him up. If you, <laughs> you tell him, I think that's genius. I just want to know: Did he draw inspiration from the movie Elf? You know, oh, <laughs> like, you know what? I, no, he's never seen it. Is, is that an Elf? I never seen Elf. Is it in there? In the movie Elf, yeah, he he like makes pancakes, throws spaghetti on it, and then he throws candy canes and all these oh, candies man. and, oh. and, and oh. syrup on and everything. Like his spaghetti things. meatballs, he puts like syrup. I love hugs. Hugs are my favorite. So before we start, you know, getting maple syrup everywhere in the kitchen or letting Julian make all his crazy uh, recipes, let's see what the experts have to say about this. So it's called the best advice for cooking with kids, according to our community of cooks. And step one is like to start small. And I think we kind of talked about that. So I think we're pretty good here. Uh, like a nice small little meal. It's probably best to have them do that. And then another tip is to give them ownership, you know, so let them have uh, like bigger roles in the kitchen, really do more of the mixing and stuff. All right, we're not doing terrible so far. I know. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, we're we're, we're in, in it. Here. We're, we're good, right? <laughs> Embrace the mess. Yeah. We talked about that oh, too. No, that's a problem for me now. <laughs> I think I mentioned but we that. Talked about, we yes. that. We all mentioned yes. that. Yeah. Mike is learning how to embrace the mess, but embrace it because you know what? I mean, in the article, someone's quote is saying, "No mess is too big." What is this, Paw Patrol? All right, if you say it one more time, <laughs> a very big mess. Uh, I my eye might start twitching, but you know, yeah, sure, embrace it. And then tip four, and the last one is let them take the reins. So you know, now that you've built all these great skills, eventually they too will be in the kitchen making beer tacos and spilling the consomme all over the place, but they are happily eating. You know what, guys? I, I have to be honest with you. I, I, I know we weren't there in the beginning of the episode, but by the time we talked about it, I think we kind of got 
our mentality ready for this article to embrace with her. I know, right? <laughs> I think so. It wasn't totally there in the beginning, but I feel like, you know, holy uh, that's like That's like a, a pat on the back right there. Like, we did good, guys. We did good. Wow. We, from oh, from the other guys, room. guys, guess that? what? We're good, we're good parents. We're good parents. High five. See, the moment you say that, the moment you say that, now it's, see, you jinxed it. Right. Thanks, buddy. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I love it. So if you had an experience that sounded anything like that or anything that you did that makes us feel like we could be better human beings, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for us, a topic, an idea, a parenting story, a failure experience, a disaster in the kitchen, you can contact us. <laughs> Maybe even tell us about an upcoming birthday for your kiddo, and we'll announce it right here on the show. One, you can leave a message on our Hey Other Parents voicemail line at 559-375-KIDS. That's 559-537-5... Why do I read the second one? 537-5437. Or 559-LAYKIDS, L-E-S-K-I-D-S, if you're feeling French, if you're feeling fancy, and you want to get that on. Number two, you can email us at heyotherparents at gmail.com. A little tip, keep it short, keep it weird, and we will likely read it on our show. We've got already a couple emails in that we're saving um, for an upcoming episode, but we're loving them. We're loving the feedback we're getting, and we appreciate it. Uh, we can't get to everyone, but we'll try to keep emails close by, like I said, for related topics. Three, join us on Instagram or Twitter, both the same at Hey Other Parents. We'll try to keep you up to date with show info, polls, and more. If you have questionable pairing moments, please take a picture, and if it's appropriate, we might just include it in our feed. And we're back for a time to unplug. Don't forget, you'll be a better we if we take care of me. All right, so guys, what do you got to share? Well, this week I have fantasy football. Ooh, okay. I, I don't know if you guys are big sports fans, but like Buddy know, versus Duff. <laughs> <laughs> No. I was uh, <laughs> I was uh, in my fantasy football league, and I do have to recommend, you know, it's cool to be part of like a league and a team because it kind of it kind of builds that competitive nature within you, and you're just like uh, you want to win, and you don't want, and you 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 want to win like the trophy at the end of the at the end of the day, and kind of like have the bragging rights with your friends. Um, but it's funny because I'm talking to my wife about it and she's like, oh, she's like rolling her eyes and uh, talking <laughs> and like, oh, it's 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 all kind of uh, like fun and games to her. But to me, I like I get really into it. And I think it's good to have that that little something to unplug and be into. And like this one week, I had this guy on my team on my team. He's a QB, a quarterback. His name's Justin Herbert. And I had him left to play it's week it was week um nine he was the last person that i had up to go and he was playing against the new york jets and i'm like oh this guy's gonna score like 100 points for me and i'm going to win because i only needed like 20 points to beat my my uh my competitor and he winds up only getting four points and i'm like oh my god <laughs> like he was projected to get like 30 points and he wound up only getting four but i had actually another player who kind of just got me enough points and i just squeaked by with a one point win and it was it it was just so cool because i text my friend who actually lives in florida who i was playing and i'm like oh my god i can't believe i just beat you <laughs> <laughs> so it it was really cool and uh it's definitely fantasy football like the yahoo app that i use it's definitely something cool to uh get into um if you like those kind of things so 
Uh, Mike, what'd you do? So, um, uh, my wife and I have been doing like the, the parallel play a little bit, got the TV <laughs> going. She watches her show, watches my show. So she, um, because of Sarah's recommendation, um, I was more aware of it. She read the book, um, Lessons in Chemistry. Yes. And um, she she's been watching the show, and I say she <laughs> we because I really like it. It's so good. So Sarah, you guys need to listen to Saturday's recommendations for books and stuff because she's got she's spot on. Um, so we're watching that, and then um, we're kind of alternating. So like on the other night, it's time for Loki. So uh, Loki is uh, it's a show on uh, Disney Plus. It's about uh, Loki, the brother of Thor, who um, is usually the villain. He's kind of almost become like almost like a. Uh, like kind of like the stereotypical caricature bad guy but in loki it's such a different show and uh season one was really cool it was very sci-fi-ish had like a doctor who kind of feel to it and season mm -hmm. two just popped and um i was doing that thing where like i was trying to like stay off twitter and not read anything but like you know how like it always shows yeah. you like the title of the clickbait that you yeah, click yeah. on. Yeah, so like yeah. they're like oh the, the season finale is crazy what's gonna happen oh, and i'm like god, oh my yeah. god i gotta start watching this and I, uh, I started watching it, and I really, really like it. And what's cool about this season is, um, like, it's not like they jumped the shark. They really are developing the character. And Loki is, like, he is, like, the bad guy or whatever, but um, in other, other parts of the Marvel Universe. And in this, he's starting to change and become more of, like, a whole character and, like, a whole person. And it's, like, almost like his, his big character arc is happening now. And he's such an interesting character what i love about this season is um the actor that was um that was data um in short round in the goonies finally has like his acting career is blowing up and um he is ob in uh this series and he's awesome he's such a good character and between having um that guy and having um loki and having all of these characters that are interacting with the guy who was played in like king the conqueror who's like a character that was like showing up in a couple other marvel movies it's like a weird series because it's kind of like outside the realm of a lot of the movies, even though it kind of connects in small ways, but it's such an interesting watch. And I, and I found like when I was initially watching um, the, the Marvel movies originally with Loki in them, he was never like a character that I was like totally invested in. But like when, even when they announced the show Loki, I'm like, how is this going to be? Is this even going to be good? But like when they kind of like gave him a chance to really shine as an actor, it's you're, you're in it to win it. It's so interesting. And the last, the last couple episodes, holy moly! Last night, I think I watched three episodes in a row. Got in bed at midnight. I was like, burned it out, and it was such a good. Oh my god, you guys have to watch this. It was so good. So if you haven't watched it, or if you've been like Ooh, looking at all the all Disney right. Plus shows and saying like, I don't know which ones am I gonna watch, which ones I gonna watch, which ones I won't watch, um, it it's good. It's good. I really liked it. Yeah, I saw season one. I really can't wait to start season two. I really like season one. So, uh, yeah, after hearing that, man, I am all into season all right, two. Yeah, it's like one of those shows where, like, you, you're you going to not know everything that's going on, and that's kind of, like, okay. Like, it has yeah. to be, like, one of those things yeah, where you, you just say to yourself, like, like, I'm not supposed to know everything that's going on versus, like, am I missing something? Like, did I, am I, did I need to rewatch this? You're not supposed to know. And then, like, it, it kind of, like, it, it unravels a little bit, and you start to see where it sort of fits together. And then, like, when you see, like, the the character arc and how Loki is willing to, like, actually rise up and be a character that the world needs him to be, it's cool. It's cool to see the bad guy <laughs> underdog actually start to take that twist. So I, it was cool. I think you guys should check it out. It was definitely worth a watch. Sarah D., what about you? Maybe I'm a little late to the party, but I don't think so. So, you know, 
the New York Times, they have Wordle, which was like a hit. And then there's the mini crossword, which I'm obsessed with because I feel so smart when I complete it. There's Sudoku. That's always fun. <laughs> but there's a game that I'm so obsessed with. It's called Connections. And I found it over, I think, the summer or like or September it came out. And it is great. At first, I hated it because I was like, what the heck? I have to like <laughs> take all these random words and make some sort of connection with them. I'm like, it's a lot of brain power. Well, I, today, everyone was complaining that it was like really, really hard. And I, I felt for once was like, I got it all. First try. Mm-hmm. That's right. I bombed. I love it. You showed it to me. So if you were late to the game, I'm later. And I didn't even get I've never heard of the it. first round oh, of today. You killed it. it. I didn't even get What's past it. What's the game does it like, Mike? You said there's a game. Oh, it's like, um, it's very similar to um, Code Names. Code Names, right. Um, because what, because Code Names is you play. Okay, so in this game, you, um, you're looking for the commonality in, um, is it? Four groups of four, four words, yes, right? Yes, four groups of four words, yep. So, like, you have to find whatever the thing is. Like, it's right. almost like Jeopardy. Like, you're trying, you don't know the question. You're trying to find the question. Like, you're trying to figure out what is the topic that ties these things together. And it could be, like, Where so, like, in- obscure-sounding or feeling, you know? Yes. And the codenames. Like, one was ants, ants right? right. A- ants, and then. So, it was, like, Adam, ant, red ant, fire ant, and it was, like, <laughs> I know, and, then like, and Adam ant is not an actual ant. It's an actor, because I had to Google it, because I was, like, who is this? Like, you know, what is right. this? So, or like sandwich, it could be like knuckle, cheese, and then like two other types of sandwiches. I don't know. But like, and you're like. Mm. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I know what this yes. is. I know this. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. There was a podcasting one a couple of days ago, so I was a little Oh, really? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, I, if, I, I don't know about you guys. I just love a little game. I love like, still, I'm still a big Candy Crusher, still Pokemon Go kind of pe- person. I love a little handheld game to play something makes me feel smart instant gratification once you finish it or if you don't fin or if you don't finish <laughs> it and you, you don't get it you're like all right cool next time um or you go into co- incognito mode and try again uh <laughs> so, <laughs> not that i've done that um but that's just something to you know kill a little time while you're in between uh practices and a little downtime at your desk or something I love it. I'm so glad you showed it to me. Like, I, Sarah was like, this is how this works. This is how this works. I'm like, oh, my God, this game yes. is amazing. It's so e- Like, I don't know. It's something about it. It's, like, super good. They're, they're on to something. But I would say if you um, if you don't, if you if you um, do like that and you're looking for, like, the opposite, like a board game to play or some sorts, try out Codenames. Codenames is yeah. killer. I really think it's cool. I think cool. that's, like, awesome. Yeah, I, now I want to cool. try that because like, we tried it one time or whatever at work and, um, what you call but that was like uh in a different setting so i want to try that like as like a fun time you know good call oh i good like times. it so i think we're out of time for uh our episode on cooking with your kids or as uh they would say in ratatouille anyone can cook so we'd like to take a special moment to thank our listeners our tip jar supporters and for donating to the show if you want to help support our show to allow us to keep making episodes just like this one we do have a tip jar set up using stripe listed in our show notes it's not complicated you just click on the link and it'll take you there members will get access to our bonus episode each month if you have time we would also greatly appreciate if you leave us a review on the apple podcasting app all you have to do is click on the show scroll down to the bottom where it says ratings reviews you could throw a number of stars you could even write us a review if you feel inspired and we would greatly appreciate it because it helps other people find our show just like you did we cannot wait to explore this parenting thing again next week on hey other parents because it's the three of us and all of you Don't forget to hug your kids and charge your Chromebooks. That's going to do it for me, for Mike, and for Sarah. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, the Parents is produced by Mike Levine, Sarah Deservines, and me, Michael Height. I edit and mix our show. Our intro voice recording was done by the one and only Coltrane. 
If you like our show, we hope you'll consider going to our show notes and supporting us through our Stripe tip jar and consider becoming a member. Doing so supports us and gives you access to an exclusive Hey of the Parents episode each month. Find us online on Twitter and Instagram at Hey of the Parents. Send us an email at heyoftheparents at gmail.com or send us a phone call, message, and voicemail. You'll have to look in the show notes for that. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.